I went straight to Tinder after looking at that image of Rachel and Kirby, or of Rachel Kirby. And that's and why it gets you. I was ultimately disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, maybe I'll open it this time and love my life. <laughs> Didn't happen. No. Did not happen. Hey there, hi there. We welcome you to back to Cousin Time. So glad you're here. Glad to have you. Welcome in and welcome home. So true. Welcome to Cousin Time. Prop yourself up. I want to paint the scene of how we're sitting, actually, <laughs> because we are both just here on our floor with our electric blankets, and I want to talk about how I'm a modern woman, Yeah. because today I was sitting on my couch, and I said, hmm, I'm a little cold, and yeah, I opened Amazon.com, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and three hours later, electric blanket Yeah. at my doorstep, Yeah. and I went out there and got it. And what I would like to paint the picture of is what you wore when you went out to get it. Yeah, and I, did I tell you that I encountered people? <laughs> I did encounter. I encountered some, some, I wouldn't call them friends. I don't think they're interested in that. But I encountered some folks. Yeah. So what I'm going to say right now is what you're wearing. Okay. Um, and that is first and foremost, a necklace. Not only a necklace, but it is a layered necklace. So there's a lot going on. Then we have the base layer, a Walmart nightgown. A Walmart nightgown that we have matching ones of. Throwing mm-hmm. that in there. Yeah. On the same one of- Brittany Broski has, if you want to picture it. Yeah, yeah. Pink flowers, lace pockets, love it. Um, then we have a sweatshirt over, overlaying. And then we have pajama pants under. And then we have a whole little foot station <laughs> with socks and two different kinds of slippers, depending on the mood. Um, and it's a look. I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. I want to... I want to add some asterisks to it okay, to yeah, defend yeah. my honor. Um, first, the necklace. I don't want this to make me, which maybe this isn't the misogyny in me. I don't want this to make me look like I'm a, a diva. You know, I was just wearing my necklace this morning mm-hmm. and I didn't take it off. And mm-hmm. I wear a necklace every day. Mm-hmm. So I'm desensitized. Mm-hmm. I don't even know it's there. Okay. Okay. Does it make me look great? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and if there's one thing I'm going to do right now, it's look great. <laughs> absolutely so mm-hmm, true mm-hmm. so true and then this look is a winter time look i've been rocking for ages okay and you know who taught it to me who mamma oh uh, if anyone would yeah i can picture like childhood christmases and mamma would rock the pj pants nightgown t-shirt combo if anyone would rock it it is mamma yeah and i feel like there's probably pictures of me in elementary school rocking the same combo yeah and, I and love one thing that. I'm going to do is rock it. Sorry. And I love that for you. Thank you. You should try it. Okay. Okay. Because it keeps you warm. Mm-hmm. It's versatile. Mm-hmm. One thing, it will trip you up when you first try to go to the bathroom because you'll be trying to pull your pants or forget wearing a nightgown because yeah. you're feeling the pants. <laughs> right. Um, and then you just have to be careful when you leave the bathroom that everything's untucked. So true. So true. You wouldn't want to look like a fool. No. That would be embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to get, I'm getting a little warm under my electric blanket. Yeah. No, I was down. thinking the same, um, but I love it all the same. Anyways, today's um, topic is getting sick, getting ill. The meat and potatoes of it all. Yeah. Oh, we had that for dinner. Um, <laughs> yeah, falling ill. Um, Jessica's recovering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm potentially falling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also, I'll admit it, I have some hypochondriac tendencies. So that's a it great... It could yeah. be nothing. It could be that I just watched the Dance Marathon episode of Gilmore Girls, saw them feeling a little lousy towards the end. And I'm an empath. I was about to say, it's 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 that you're an empath. Mm-hmm. It's that you saw their pain and you said, oh my gosh, I'm feeling that so deeply that I'm feeling it myself. Yeah. I'm feeling for you, so I'm feeling for me. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, 
in regards to being sick, I was in fact recently sick. As you know, you lived here through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I survived. You did. You didn't catch it at all, which was very impressive Crazy to your... system on my part. Very impressive of your immune system. I... I love being sick until I am sick, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, you like, dreaming of a sick day. Right. I actually feel like I do that, too. Like, I will romanticize being sick until it actually happens to me. Like, oh, laying on the couch, drinking soup, drinking tea, not having to do anything. Just lay, just sleep, just watch TV, hang out. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a great day. Feeling a little bit lousy? Sure, that's part of it. But then when I was actually in the trenches of it all, I was miserable. I'll admit it. No, because I don't see a way out. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm gonna feel this way forever, mm-hmm. and you you regret taking for granted the times your head wasn't pounding, the times you weren't feeling nauseous, the times you could breathe out of both nostrils. Yes, that's it exactly. And it like when you are in those trenches of being sick, it feels like a lifetime ago. I vividly recall <laughs> um, this time last week sitting here and thinking, "Wow, remember when I could breathe? You know, mm-hmm. wow, remember when I wasn't sick? That feels like." A separate timeline. I was a different girl. Exactly. Because I'm in my final days. Exactly. Exactly. And then I came out of it. I made it to the other side. But it's just like the thoughts that you have when you're in the depths of the moment are shocking Mm -hmm. and jarring. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I'm going to do when I'm sick is worst case it. Do you (laughs) do the same? No. But one thing that you're going to do on any given day is worst case it. (laughs) Really? Do you not Am I a pessimist? Do you... I wouldn't say that you're a pessimist. It's that I just want to remind you that you, within the past month, wrote me multiple death notes when you thought you were going to die. Exactly, because I was getting sick. It was related to ailment. It was related to symptoms I was experiencing. And that's worse case scenario. Yeah, but you said everything as if I was, like, worst casing, like, oh, like... I had a bad day. My life's so terrible. Okay, you don't. I'm, do, I'm an optimist. No, you don't do that. You're you're a glass half full until it comes to your health. Yeah, yeah. No, because I get scared because life's fragile. No, and I know totally. that. Sorry, I have to shed a layer and overheating, <laughs> and that's everything about this fit is I easily can and like I'm still perfectly clothed. Yeah, it's still a fit. It's yeah. still working. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay. Also, a little another asterisk I want to make. It was I'm anemic, and. and I was having some symptoms. Some symptoms I hadn't had before. Chest pains. I'll say it. Those are a scary thing to experience. Absolutely they are. And I was suffering in silence. Yeah. I didn't want my <laughs> loved ones to worry. And I, every night when I would go to bed, I'd be a little scared I wasn't going to see the sun in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I wrote a death note and laid it on my chest before I fell asleep in case Jess had to find my body in the morning. <laughs> I wanted to apologize to her for having to find me in this situation and the trauma it would cause. And I wanted her to know that I didn't die peacefully because I was stressing about it, but that like I knew it was coming and I'm prepared. And I wanted to tell her where my journal was so that she could <laughs> throw it away. Yeah. yeah, you had all of your bases covered. I would like to add the asterisks of you shaving every day. Yeah, because, okay, I thought if I don't die, I'm going to have a long-term hospital stay. And I've worked in the hospital. I know that the hygiene they provide you, it's slim to none. And one thing that bothers me, especially when I'm laying in a bed under a blanket, which I'm going to be doing in a long-term hospital stay, mm-hmm. is when my legs are a little prickly. Mm. I don't mind if other people's legs are prickly. I just, I want mine to be nice and smooth. And I figured if I'm going to be not shaven for a month or two, I want to go in with a clean slate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, well, I'm glad that you didn't die. No, and really now it's under that. control. I am worried about this week to come if you are falling ill, though. 
Yeah. Because one thing that you warned me of when we moved in together mm-hmm. is that you are a terrible sick person. Oh, I'm a little goblin. <laughs> I feel like I'm a pretty okay sick person. You were literally fine. And it made me I having anticipatory guilt. Um, <laughs> because you were a little angel. Really? Was I? I mean, you were a little bit of a diva about some things. But well, I wanted my matzo ball soup and that was it. Was yeah. I going to have anything tomato based? I absolutely was not. No, and I, yeah, I spent 15 minutes in the soup aisle of Target on <laughs> f- the phone with you while there was an employee releasing the stock. And he was probably like, what's happening? Because I was reading every soup aloud and saying, oh, there's a little bit of tomato. And it was not for me. And then, yeah, I searched high and low for that matzo ball soup. One thing I could do is draw a diagram of that target. Mm-hmm. There's no matzo ball soup. Mm-hmm. And then we went to several places to mm-hmm. hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we got it. Yeah. We got what I needed mm-hmm. in the end. And I think overall, I was I was a pretty good patient. No, you were. But I am worried about you. Yeah. Um, past roommates can attest. Mm. I'm not great. Because I, I hate being sick so much. I hate it physically, Mm -hmm. I hate it mentally, Mm -hmm. I hate it emotionally. Mm -hmm. The guilt I feel when I'm sick, Mm -hmm. unrivaled. Is it guilt of not being able to meet your responsibilities? Yeah, and it's both internal and external guilt. Like, I'm like, oh, like, Cameron, you've been so lazy and unproductive today. But I'm also like, everybody was counting on me. Like, I really don't, no one's counting on me. No. I'm not a critical person in anyone's life, really. Um, but I'm like, you're letting, and I've been that way forever. Were you not like that as a kid? Like, I'd be like, oh my God, my teacher's going to be so disappointed I'm not at school. No. The only time that I felt that was, I think, this past time of being sick, when I woke up at 5 a.m., realized I was not going to be able to go to school in a haze made subplan. And that was iconic. That was, <laughs> it was. Where's your medal? Yeah. Um, but I felt guilty all day long. I was, mm. I was, I was watching the clock waiting for the school day to be over so that I would the guilt would leave my body because I just felt so bad that I was not there because I just thought of like all the people who are having to step in in my absence Mm. to take care of things yeah that I should have been doing but I was incapacitated yeah well okay that's interesting too that you said you're waiting for the school day to be over because for me especially as a kid that's when the guilt always got worse I'd be like it's three o'clock Think of all all the stuff they've done today. And what have I done? Watch about eight episodes of Good Luck, Charlie. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, I think that's, for me, the, the flip of the script. Student to teacher, how things have changed, you know? Mm. Because when I was sick as a child, I, yeah, you know what? I will admit it. I'll own up. I would, on occasion, fake being sick. That was the other thing I wanted to talk about. Continue. I would sometimes not want to go to school. And I'd say, you know what? My head hurts. My, my throat. It, mm-hmm. I have a tickle in my throat. My, my foot hurts. Whatever. Whatever. To get a little sick day. But it was like, I was also very strategic about it. Especially by the time I got to high school. Because, well, for a variety of reasons. In my high school chemistry class, I never took a test in that class. Because I missed every single test. You don't have to do makeups? Well, here's my honest truth. I would do my makeups and I would look up the answers. Yeah, I would. I would. Because you know what? I'm not a chemist. And I'm not going to pretend to be no. something I'm not. Yeah, exactly. So it's authenticity at its core. Exactly. So I would miss every single test day so that I could make it up in a separate setting where I could have access to either the people or technology that I needed in mm-hmm. order to succeed. Um, and that... Using your resources. Was that sinful? Yeah, it was. Okay? But 
do I have any regrets? No. Mm. Sorry, Mr. Tucky. When I left that classroom and I dropped off my book on the last day of school, he said, have a nice life. Mm-hmm. And you didn't need that info. You haven't used it yet. No. Yeah. So, yeah, I I did take advantage of the old sick card. And I loved being sick in, like, high school. Elementary school, it was miserable. Mm. But in high school, I loved having a sick day to just do nothing. And then also, yeah, to be pampered. Yeah. See, I were two different girls there. Mm, okay. I I don't think I really ever faked being sick. Maybe oh, maybe once. Okay. Um, but I would always think I'd be like, "Am I faking?" Mm. I'd be, you know, like when you go through TSA and you're like, "Do I have a weapon?" Mm-hmm. Like it was that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because one thing I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm is have a physiological reaction mm. um, to any stress or emotions. Okay. And so I think a lot in my five-year-old, six-year-old era, I would not necessarily fake being sick. Like, I'd actually be throwing up, but it, I, I didn't have a bug. Right. But you, you also, know? you you had a troubled childhood, and it was trouble that a lot of the times you created yourself. Oh, it was all internal trouble. Yeah. I had a great family life. Yeah. Great circumstances. Yeah. But it's just... I was my own worst enemy. Um, and so, yeah, one thing I was going to do was have a physiological reaction. Yeah. And so then I think once I was old enough, because, like, my parents would, and all, for good reason, always be like, now are you actually sick or are you a little nervous about school today? And then I think that would become, like, I would always be, like, even, like, in high school or college, I'd be like, am I actually sick or am I faking it? Oh, my God, you got Pavlov'd. Say more. Like the dog, you know? It's like you th- you throw up, you you are sick. You throw up. You say, am I sick or am I faking it? Because your whole childhood, your parents said, are you sick or are you nervous? Yeah. <gasps> and like, it's a good self-reflection to have. Sure. Like they should have asked me that. Yeah. But I think now I always get self-conscious. I'm like, am I actually sick? Yeah. Wow. Well. And then I feel guilty. Are you having that moment right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it the Sunday scaries? <laughs> it is for me. Or am I about to have like... I don't know. Yeah. A stroke. Right. And so for me, as someone who knows you well and lives with you, I'm worried that you're not going to sleep at all tonight out of fear of your own stroke. Let's face it. I probably won't. (laughs) (laughs) Although I am quite tired. Uh Uh-huh. So maybe I will. Okay. Out of pure need. (laughs) Your body needs rest. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to talk about with you is, okay, going to the doctor. Mm. You go to the doctor. Mm. What are your fears? What are your slaves? Did you have any strong opinions? You get prescribed a little something. What flavor are you asking Walgreens to put in that? That kind of, And today, what's your preferred medicine? So, these are all great questions. Um, my biggest fear for a long time in terms of getting sick was a throat culture at the doctor. Yeah. The thought of it right now is I just got, like, my heart just started beating faster thinking about it. Oh, you're having some reactions. (laughs) I am. And it, I had some physical reactions. And I apologize to all the nurses who I harmed in that process. (laughs) Because I hated getting my throat culture. But then I learned a trick. Really? Yeah. And it really did change the game for me. So, like, now I feel like if I was to go get a throat swab, I would be able to do it okay. And that is to open your throat. Like, 
really open it. Like you're about to yawn. Oh, I'm yawning. Mm-hmm. Just thinking but, about yes, it. Yes, exactly. Like you're about to yawn. And really, really open it. And then another trick that I learned in a different setting in terms of a gag reflex mm. was to do like this. Yes, I have. The dentist has taught me that. Uh, Thumb yeah, inside the fist. Yeah, yes. That trick has been very helpful in a variety of avenues for me. Yeah. Um, I'm glad it's getting its use. Yes. So I would say that the throat culture was my biggest enemy. But again, like you, I was also my own worst enemy because I think a lot of that was in my head. Yeah. Um, in regards to the medicine, I hate flavored medicine. So like today in today's day and age, I would only take a pill. If it is a chewing tablet, a liquid medicine, it's not for me. I only want it in pill form. But in my childhood, I feel like... I was just a whatever you got, but, like, if I have to do it, if I have choices, it would be cherry. Mm, really? I think so. I feel like cherry's one of the worst. I don't fuck with bubblegum. Mm-mm. I don't do bubblegum. Mm-mm. Do you know... Okay, did you get ear infections? Do you know that pink medicine you'd have to keep in the fridge for your... It didn't taste like bubblegum, but it was pink and it had a flavor and I can still smell it. It was honestly kind of delicious. <laughs> no, I didn't get ear infections I, like that. Oh, I got them. What I'm right. thinking, is it Pepto-Bismol? Is no, no, no. Pink well, oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, that's pink. That... What is that for? That's for something in your digestion system. Okay. Because I, I feel, feel like... I've never taken it. I feel like I remember... I feel like I remember taking that uh, a time or two and it having a very like chalky texture. And that's the thing mm. about mm, liquid medicine is that the texture is either so thick or to me it's chalky. Mm. And I'm not into either. Now, you, you exclusively take liquid medicine. Oh, because, I take some chewables. Oh, and chewables because one thing you can't do is swallow a pill. No, I can't. And I own up to it. <laughs> but with that being said, you have 23 years of liquid or chewable medicine experience under oh, your belt. Yeah. What is your favorite flavor? Oh, I I like a grape. If it, like, yeah, is it artificial? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll take it. It hides, it masks it. Mm-hmm. I like, like a strawberry. I don't know if I've ever had a strawberry medicine. I feel like I've had like a strawberry, like, a cherry I don't mind, but a cherry is like very like cough syrup to me. Yeah, it is. That's exactly That'll kind of take whatever they give me, a mixed berry. Oh. I don't know. I love it all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I hated the doctor, though. Okay. I would do anything to not go to the doctor. No, I I still don't like going to the doctor. Mm, and yeah. I've been, I was thinking about the other day. I was like, I spent a long time looking at the different health insurance plan options. I thought about it for a while. And I did choose one of the more expensive ones because I said, I want options when I go to the doctor. But I haven't even utilized my health insurance yet. Yeah. And it's like, why am I spending this money on something that I hate? Mm-hmm. Well, and see, so I had the opposite philosophy because I was like, let me spend a lot so that I'll actually want to go. Mm. Like, make it a little bit better by having a good doctor. Right. Okay, I have my microphone box out. I want to tell you it's about two inches tall, five inches wide, five inches deep. And Adam is currently trying to fit his whole body in it. <laughs> It's not going to happen, kid. But that's his prerogative. No, dream big. I'm not going to shut him down. No. No. Because he can't understand. No. Um, my other sick question for you is, at what point will you stay home? Like, at what point are you like, I'm calling it? Yeah. Well, if you do recall, I think about two weeks ago, um, I fully threw up everything in my body and then immediately left the door and went to work. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know where the line is for me. But for some reason throwing up is not as severe as like a stuffed nose to me really yeah because i feel like well like if it was a nausea throwing up 
in combination with some other like body aches or something like that's one thing but like if I'm feeling nauseous and I throw up and then I'm like okay I'm feeling better yeah I'm gonna carry on with my day mm-hmm. but if my throat hurts my nose is stuffed my head hurts I'm down for the count yeah what am I supposed to do especially when well honestly for both of us my job my life relies on me being able to talk and put on a performance yeah so if I'm not in the right state for that I can't do it so I think I, I do think I have a high a high threshold though it's higher now than it used to be because I feel mm-hmm. like when I was in school it's like oh I don't feel great let me not mm-hmm. but now I'm like I need to yeah because I have three sick days and I've already used one yeah yeah what's yours I feel like throwing up, like throwing up or a fever, I feel like I'll mm, consider staying home because yeah. I feel like growing up in school, those were like you had to stay home for 24 hours because contagious. Yeah. I feel like I used to push through more too, like in high school, college. I, d- I hardly ever miss a day of high school. And I think in college, I maybe miss like one or two days. Yeah, yeah same. Um, well, because I feel like it's easier to push through in college especially, like, because I will still go to class. If I'm unwell, I'm going to be, mm-hmm. my myself is going to be in my chair learning because I'm paying for that education. Um, but also, like, it's it's easy to just sit there for an hour yeah. in class. And then you, you can, can break go, it up. You can go rest. But I will say, like, COVID has made me a little bit more, like, I don't want to get other people sick. Yeah, I'm So I'm I have now. reeled back since then. Sure. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of. Like, yeah, I think that's what will make me stay home, especially a fever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'll power through stuffy nose. The, the throat thing, though, I do worry because I have to sing at work. So I'm like, if I'm not, like, if I lose my voice, like, I can't power through. I do have to take a day off. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, if I lose my voice, I, I lose all of my power yeah. in my classroom. That's your weapon. You have to wield it. The one it. thing that I have going for me most of the time is a loud voice. Because, yeah, you can project. I know how to project. And it's easy for me unless my voice is gone. Yeah. I'm like Ariel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my last question is, what will you do to pass the time while you're sick? Oh, my God. See, I struggled with that a lot this past time that I was sick. A week ago. Because sometimes when I've been sick, the timing has been right. Where, like, a show that I'm, like, really, really into aligns with my sickness. And I can just, like, sit and watch it and, like, genuinely just watch it all day and be entertained but like unless I have something like that going for me I'm so bored and I'm so angry because mm-hmm. I'm mad at my boredom you know what I mean yeah because I I want to enjoy myself but like when you're sick tv isn't even as exciting yeah and I don't want to read because my head hurts so I sit there I lay there but mm-hmm. it's been nice in the past few years when I get sick because I have Adam to entertain me so true because he'll just walk around he'll just hang out and i can just watch it's like your own tv show exactly exactly and that's nice yeah what do you do i will try to like watch tv or movies but i get so deeply sad really i get so deep when i first moved to london and got sick i was so deeply sad because i like i was was in my tiny apartment so i didn't even have like space or change of scenery like i had eight square feet and then i also like didn't even know anyone i had just moved there too I was so deeply sad. Did you cry? Oh, like eight times a day. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'll watch a good movie. Yeah. I'll try to be like, okay, I'll try to do things that I otherwise like wouldn't have time to do. I'll and read like, a book. Now I'm romanticizing being sick. I want to go back to Yeah, because now. right now I'm feeling healthy and so I'm like, oh, it'd be so nice to just like watch movies all day. Well, I'm mad at myself because I didn't take advantage of the sickness that I had last week yeah. when I should have. I should have been watching movies. I don't think I watched one yeah. movie. I, I did and I hated it actually. When you're sick, what movie? The one boys in the band. It was oh yeah, yeah Ryan yeah. Murphy. I mean, what did sorry. I 
Yeah, but that's the thing is when you're sick, you're not feeling like you're, you want to watch a movie. Yeah, exactly. And now I'm like, I wish that I had, but in the moment, I wasn't going to. That was yeah. not my truth. It wasn't in the cards. Yeah. Any other sick thoughts? Yes, actually. I remember being a child and when my brother would get sick, being so grossed out by his tissues. Really? Yes. Because he would just have a pile of tissues or this, this is going to get a little graphic. So listeners beware. He would have a towel, just like a A towel. (laughs) Kendrick. And like thinking about it is making me feel a little nauseous. I'm not going to lie. Because I just remember us like sitting on the couch watching a movie and then him just having yeah. this towel <laughs> that he would be blowing his nose into. Yeah. And us just, I, I refused to act like it was normal, mm-hmm. but everyone around me was. And I was like, am I wrong? No, yeah. I think all of you are wrong. And now in reflection, I realize I was a suppressed memory. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. I, I feel like I wasn't really grossed out by my siblings being sick. Even, sorry, Natalie, I'm going to tell this tale. Um, even recently, Natalie got seasick. <laughs> and I caught her vomit with my own two hands. Shut the front door. No. no Why we were, the hell would you do that? Why the hell would you do that? We were, okay, so we were on our cruise, but we were on a different boat, like, going to an excursion. So it was much rocky. Like, it was, she had a reason to be seasick, okay? And <laughs> all we have on our bodies, I, like, we each have a towel to take to the excursion. Natalie like I can tell she's about to be sick and she's sitting in between my mom and I and she starts to and like my mom's like telling my dad to like get out like a ziplock back we don't have much but she's gonna try to catch it but he like he's not quick enough and so like my mom and I are holding our towels and we're physically trying to cradle this throw up inside a towel <laughs> I can still smell it <laughs> um but we caught it and we bundled it up and we threw those towels away. Sorry, Disney, you didn't get your towels back. Um, and it was actually so funny at one point because, yeah, there was some commotion going on. There were some sounds. And Alex was sitting next to me on the other side. And he was like, he turned and he was like, what's going on? And, I, and then he said, ooh, yuck. And he turned away as I'm physically holding her vomit. And that's, that's love. That's a lot for me to think about. Sorry. But it did make me think of something else. <laughs> And that is when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. And Will, Miss Will. Oh, yeah. We were, we were, we were, we were thespians. Mm. We were in chorus. We were thespians. Are any podcasters not thespians at some point? (laughs) So true. (laughs) The theater podcast. So true. Yeah. Um, And I can't remember where we were going or we were coming back from, but I... I was, I was, we were on the bus and I was sick and I was mm. sitting there and I was unwell. And that's bad in a school environment. And did I throw up on the seat? I did. <laughs> I did. Oh no. And I can't, we might have to call Will later to figure out exactly yeah. how I went down. But what I remember and how he describes it is I was not feeling great. I threw up and then I emerged from throwing up and I, I had glasses. Emerged from where? Like the hunch? Yeah, the hunch. And I had glasses at the time, and my glasses were askew. (laughs) All he remembers is me throwing up on the bus seat, emerging from that, and my glasses are, like, sideways on my face. (laughs) Wait, what year of high school was this, did you say? Oh, my God. This had to be, like, our junior year. Okay, so you were older. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I had had enough street cred where it was okay. You Mm -hmm, know what I mean? mm -hmm. But... God forbid a freshman do that. (laughs) Oh, God forbid. Um... 
but it was not my shining moment. Okay. Wow. That is, I wish he had a picture. I'm going to have to call him later. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, we want to try a new thing to yeah. wrap things up. Yeah. Our slay of the day, dismay of the day. Yeah. But, okay. The rhyme is better of the day, but let's be real. It's going to be of the week. Yeah. Yeah. What's, should we start with slay or dismay? Let's start with slay. So my slay of the day slash week is my heated blanket. It's changed my world. And I can't believe that I've lived my life up until this point without it. Mm -hmm. Because, like, yes, a blanket, it it serves the function of a regular blanket of, you know, you get under it, you stay warm. But then it has the extra oomph that the coldest girls in America, such as you and I, need. Yeah. And one thing about us is we are not turning our heat on until, ideally, after Thanksgiving. Um, and the other thing about us is we live in Chicago mm-hmm. and it's a little chilly. It's a Cause little Cause we're Southern gross. girls. It's our we first are, real winter. We're Southern bells. Yeah. <laughs> and we need a blanket to keep us warm. We do. And do we spend our evenings now? Well, we're going to start now under our heated blankets, yeah. knitting with a candle lit. Yes, we do. And okay. that is the sleigh of the week. Of the life. Of the life. And you know, like you're only 23 one. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta live it to the max. Live it up, live it up. But yeah, it is nice because it's like it's like you have the heat on, mm-hmm. but you're not paying for it. Mm-hmm. You just bought your blanket once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that being said, I think my dismay is when I have to emerge out from my heated blanket <laughs> because mm, two for one. <laughs> because nothing hits you quite as hard as the cold of emerging from a heated blanket. Oh my blanket. gosh, yeah. It's worse than like taking off a jacket or like taking off a blanket because all of the heat you've captured in here into this little bubble is then you're having to leave that. And that, that's my dismay. And I, I wish that I could just like carry the heated blanket around with me all the time so that I don't have to experience it. Is it worse than when you're taking like a hot shower and you have to step out into the cold air? Yes, it's so much worse because personally, I always turn the water freezing cold right before I get mm, out of the shower. I do it sometimes if I'm in a healthy hair era. Well, I just don't. I I, I don't. I, I just like it. That's how I. That's oh. just me. I've done it forever. Um, even even when I'm cold, I like to do it. It just it helps me center center myself. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's ten times worse. Wow. Wow. Well, my sleigh is my new bed. I've been curating this bed for a while. Yeah, you have corroborated a lot. I was just about to say that. It's a corroboration of comfort. Let's call it what it is. Yes. And three short months ago, I was sleeping on a mattress on the floor. A new mattress, though. Like, I started started with the basics. Yeah. It's a great mattress. Oh, it is. Um, then Then I got a bed frame. I built it with my own two hands. Yeah. Yeah. And you hate it. And I hate it. I hate it. So then I then I got in this era of like trying to revamp it. So I got I got a new comforter. And then I got new sheets. And then I got new pillows. There's one more piece I need. I need a new like the boyfriend pillow. Yo, I'm yeah, still yeah. on the hunt for that. Because I have one and I love it. I've had it for like six years now. It's pink. And I can't sleep without it. But it's pink and it doesn't match my new color scheme. So I'm on the hunt for like a white one, a yeah. cream one. And I'll find it. And then she'll be complete. Oh, absolutely. But I love my bed. Like today I just had to go sit in her for a few minutes. That's where I went. I just had to go sit. Yeah. I'm so excited for my comforter to come tomorrow. Yeah, let's make it about you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just actually trying to relate, okay, but okay. I saw I saw that that was a mistake. So back to you. Back to you. What's your dismay? No, I was actually all done. <laughs> oh, my dismay? My dismay? Um, it's my salmon spread. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, Say more. I, I want to like it so bad. I want to like, I, 
It says salmon ace from Trader Joe's. Yeah, for context. See, I, okay, because the last couple times I've been at, we've, we have been at Trader Joe's, we're codependent, um, there has been, like, the salmon, I can't remember what it's called, but it's, like, the salmon, there's, like, a salmon dip, a smoked salmon dip. Oh, I've missed and it. I have zero interest in it. I'm a Jew through and through. I love salmon. I love smoked salmon. But that sounds appalling to me. A dip? Because, like I was saying earlier, why are you chewing and mashing my food up for me when mm, I want to You're not a baby myself? bird. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. So... I can't imagine that being good. And I, can't, based on the buffalo chicken experience, buffalo chicken dip experience from Trader Joe's, mm, that where the vegan good. one was pretty awful, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't see how what you got would be good. Yeah, it's, it's not. I really want to like it. And, like, I've never had salmon in my life. Like, I was vegetarian when I was 11. I've mm-hmm. never had salmon. Mm-hmm. I don't think I like it. I don't think I like the capers. Never had those either. Capers suck. And then... It's just so fishy. Huh. And what <laughs> the I whole is, cream is fishy. What did they do to make it fishy when it doesn't have any fish? I don't know. Seaweed? And I just wonder for you, like, what were you thinking? I what said, were you thinking? You're vegan. You don't like fish. No, but I see a new vegan product on the shelves. It's going in my cart. Okay, yeah, sure. And I was like, honestly, I was like, new me. I was like, <laughs> I was like entering my salmon era. <laughs> Like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have such a refined palate, <laughs> and I don't, I don't have a refined palate, and that's no, okay. You don't. I love the basics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what I'm gonna do with it because I do hate to waste. Yeah. <laughs> it might sit in our fridge for a while. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, that's the okay. terms. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, signing off. <laughs> signing off. How do? You, how should we end this? Like, should we say goodbye? Or what? Au revoir. <laughs>